0: It's here already, that time of year where the sun begins to set on summer, and it is the perfect time for you to take stock of your wine collection and prepare for the September long weekend. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing my expert tips on how you can conduct an end of summer wine inventory that's going to help you organize your wines and ensure that you don't miss any wines that are best opened sooner than later. I'm also going to be sharing three delicious white wines that are perfect for the September long weekend, so if you are ready to learn how to do an end of summer wine inventory and some mouthwatering white wines for the upcoming weekend, let's get started and dive right into today's episode. Hi everyone, and welcome to the Wine Shop Talk. I'm your host, Somalia Arenoser, and I'm so happy that you're here with me today. If we haven't met before, it's lovely to have you here, and if we have, welcome back. Now, for those of you who are new, you should know that I've been a professional sommelier for over 20 years now, and it's my passion and my privilege to make learning about wine not only fun and easy, but also practical, meaning I want to make sure that you leave every single episode with some real-life tips that you're able to put into use right away and are going to help you find wines that you are going to love and enjoy. So before I get into sharing my tips with you on how to do an end-of-summer wine inventory, I just want to say that I am by no means rushing the end of summer. I am loving the warm summer days, but I also am a lover of fall. So this is that time of year where I'm sure some of you are in between, where the days are a little bit shorter and things are changing a little bit. Maybe the nights are just a little bit cooler than they were a few weeks ago. So you're starting to think about fall. I also want to take this time to remind you that September 1st does not mean we stop drinking white wines, which is exactly why I have three delicious white wines to share at the end of this episode with you and some food pairing ideas for each one as well. I just wanted to put that out there that just because I'm talking about the end of summer does not mean that I am wishing for the end of summer. So first let's talk about why it's important to take an end of summer wine inventory. Now during the summer you probably did some entertaining. Maybe people came over and Brought some bottles of wine. And so through the summer, your wine rack has probably ebbed and flowed and had new wines brought in and changed. And maybe you've lost track of exactly what you had. Maybe you've gone off on vacation or to the cottage. And so at the end of summer, you're going to be merging all of these wines that maybe you've had in a couple of different locations. If you are coming back from the cottage or a place where you're on vacation. And here's what's so important. I always recommend that you do at least. Two wine inventories every year, one being before the holidays or in January, depending on when you like it. So you're going to do a winter inventory, but also a summer one. And the summer one, especially, I find is the time of year that you find wines that you need to know about should be opened sooner than later. And what do I mean when I say this? So when we're looking at rosés, crisp white wines, we have certain wine styles that should be drunk and enjoyed more youthful than aging. So these are the wines you want to make note of when you're doing your inventory and write down a list of, hey, I probably want to drink these wines within the next six months. I want to make sure I open these first because if you're like me, I'm completely guilty that I will go to the wine store and I will pick up more wines because it's a guilty pleasure of mine, a hundred percent. But also you forget about what you have at home. So taking an inventory is really going to make sure that you know what wines you have and also what wines you want to drink in the next six months, especially those crisp white wines, lighter style reds, and of course the beautiful rosés. Now as you are doing your inventory, you're going to want to do a bottle assessment and check for the label quality, but especially the closure quality. Make sure that there is no leakage coming from the bottle, and that you feel good that the cork is still secure or the screw cap or the glass closure. However, the bottle is closed, you just want to do a check to make sure they're okay. The bottle is okay, and there's no signs of spoilage in those bottles. The next thing is I always do a categorization, and this is where it's going to be up to you how you're going to record the wines that you're doing. You may be an Excel wizard you might like a pen and paper, you may have a wine journal that you record things in, you may have an app, whatever is your format of choice, it's best if you write down the wines that you have, and I group them into big categories first, so reds, whites, sparklings, and then sweet or dessert styles, depending what you have, and then you're going to write down the name, the title, here's where you might write down a note for yourself of, we need to drink these soon, And you're going to have a running list. Now, if you already have a list of the wines you already had at your house, obviously, here's where my house, for example, I'm combining my basement wine inventory with my kitchen wines. So here at home, I'll have about 10, 15 bottles that sort of rotate through the kitchen. And then I have the cellar downstairs. So I want to make sure that I take a look at my wines in all locations. And depending on how many bottles you keep at home, And again, I want to make a note for myself and pull out some of those wines to say, hey, I want to make sure that I am drinking these in the next six months so that I experience them at their best. It's really easy to forget about a bottle of wine that you had, maybe gets pushed to the back of the shelf or moved around in the rack, and you completely forget about it. This is also where I really love business dots. And if you've been listening to me for a bit, you may have heard me mention this before, but Those little business dots, so red, yellow, blue, green, you get them, they're stickers. I like to use them on wine bottles, and what I'll do is I'll put them on the wine bottles. Green means drink, yellow means ask me first, red means don't touch this or your dad, and I don't usually use blue, so I don't use blue, I just have the three, green, yellow, and red, and if you want to, it's a really easy way to just put a small dot on the bottle, That way, depending on how you look at your rack, you'll be able to see really quickly which wines you want to pull first. Obviously, some people will put the wines they want to drink on the top shelf. You will find your best ways to keep track of it. But I really find the sticker method works really, really well for me. So those are my tips on doing an end of summer inventory. Again, it's not about forcing the end of summer. It's about celebrating. The warmer days of fall, especially if we get a beautiful, warm fall, and you want to make sure that you have those beautiful, crisp, fresh, young styles and that you enjoy them at their best. And an end of summer inventory definitely catches those wines. And it's a great time if you have a bottle of wine that you really loved, that maybe you want to go pick up a few extra bottles as well while the season is still ongoing and you know those wines are available. So it's a great time to do an end of summer inventory. Now let's talk about those three white wines that I have for you. Now, if you are enjoying Sauvignon Blanc or Pinot Grigio, these are wine styles that maybe you found yourself having your favorites, obviously, through the summer. And for the last week in the summer, it might be a great time to introduce something new or try something different. So these are the three wines that if you love a crisp, fresh Pinot Grigio or mouthwatering Sauvignon Blanc, here's three wine styles for you to try. The first one is Albarino from Spain. You're going to take a wander down the Spanish aisle and this is Albarino. And Albarino is a delicious, crisp, bright white wine filled with citrus notes, a touch of minerality, and a melt-watering acidity. So if you love Pinot Grigio, this is a wonderful wine. It comes from the northern parts of Spain that we refer to as green Spain because it is a little cooler and there's more rain. So a beautiful wine. You might even find that it has a bit of a green tinge. Now, this grape also is grown in Portugal on the other side of the border, so you can find albarino in the Portuguese aisle as well. Now, if you're looking for food pairings like pinot grigio, it's a great choice for seafood and lighter-based dishes, especially grilled white fish or cold crab salads, for example. This is a wonderful, easy sipping, and if you're just having some fresh green salads from the garden with a squeeze of lemon on top, beautiful peel and eat shrimp. This is delicious. A little bit of seafood sauce. So Albarino is definitely, if you have not had it, a bottle of it this summer would highly recommend you add it into your long weekend plans. The next white I'm going to suggest is called Gabby. This is an Italian white wine made from the Cortese grape, and it is a beautiful wine. It's light and refreshing. And here you're going to get flavors of tart green apple hints of pear, and a slight tinge of almond. So there's a, almost a little bit of richness on the back. Of course, a lemon, like a Meyer lemon in the mix. And it is just a really easy, beautiful white wine. This is a, the perfect lunch or hot weather supper where maybe you're doing a delicious grilled vegetable flatbread, or you're doing a vegetarian pasta dish. This is just such a wonderful wine to sip and enjoy, and you're going to love it. If you have not had Gavi yet this summer, or maybe you haven't tried it at all, I would highly recommend giving it a go. It is just delicious, and that snap of the bright Granny Smith or green apple is delicious. And the last white that I have for you to try is called Acetico. This is a Greek white wine, and it is lively and mouth-watering. It is known for its minerality in the glass. And here you're going to get this bright lemon and a bit of lime. There's also almost a saltiness to it, which makes it delicious with anything with feta cheese and olives and tapenades, antipasto and crackers. If you're having a wonderful clam linguine, for example, or anything with that briny sort of seafood saltiness that comes through, it is delicious. So Acidico is definitely a white grape that is wonderful. And if you haven't had it before, I would highly recommend. I also want to say that this wine may seem very economical in that many people might not know about it. And so you're probably going to find that it is at an excellent price for you to try. But those are three delicious white wines for you to try on the long weekends. So we have the delicious Alberino, We have a wonderful Gavi and the mouthwatering Acidico. So you have three wonderful white wines to enjoy the last official long weekend of the summer. Well, let's just recap what we talked about today. I gave you some tips on doing an end-of-summer wine inventory so that you can make sure that you record all of the delicious bottles you have and maybe have been moved around during your holiday season, as well as making sure you make notes of the wines that you want to enjoy in the next three to six months so that you enjoy those wines at their best and really embrace the liveliness of the flavors inside the bottle. And then, of course, I just shared with you three delicious white wines that you'll be able to sip and enjoy the lazy days of this long weekend. Now, I've covered a lot in this episode and for the wine styles that I've talked about, you're going to find those in the show notes. So you don't have to worry about trying to remember them. You'll just be able to pull up the show notes and the food pairings will be with them as well. So just check out the show notes below for those three white wines that I shared in this episode. You're also going to find links below where you can find information on two books that I have, the Newlywood Wine Journal and 10 Fun Wine Tastings that you can do at home. So you're going to find information on those as well. I want to thank you for hanging out with me today. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. New episodes come out every Tuesday. And if you have any questions or comments, come say hi on Instagram or TikTok You'll find me at Wine Girl Academy. And if you do have any questions or a pairing you'd like some insight on, then feel free to reach out to me at hello at winegirlacademy.com and that email will come to me directly and I'll be happy to get back to you. On that note, I want to wish you a wonderful long weekend. Cheers to you. Bye now.